When you have health insurance, it's easy to forget about your out-of-pocket costs. That can be a lot of money. But are your bills accurate? Well, it's estimated that over 50% of medical bills contain errors. HealthLock can help you. HealthLock technology securely connects with your insurance and flags any overbilling, wrong codes, and fraud. You can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. To date, HealthLock has helped its members save over $130 million. So to save, visit HealthLock.com today. That's HealthLock.com today. I know you're paying attention to global events as well as what's going on in our nation. War and increased conflict is bubbling up in more places. Countries are buying and hoarding massive amounts of gold. Why aren't you? It's time to pull the trigger with the Oxford Gold Group and buy gold and silver. Nobody can predict the future, but we can't put our head in the sand either. Call Oxford Gold Group right now and you may qualify for up to $10,000 in free precious metals. Call 833 833- 995 gold that's 833-995-GOLD, 833-995-G-O-L-D. If you're a firearms enthusiast like I am, or you have one in your life, let me tell you about the industry's best-kept secret, Bear Creek Arsenal. This is a veteran-owned and operated gun manufacturer, Bear Creek Arsenal, that is, based in Sanford, North Carolina. They make high-quality firearms at an incredible value. Learn more about Bear Creek Arsenal at bearcreekarsenal.com slash buck. Use promo code buck to get 10% off your first order. One more time, bearcreekarsenal.com slash buck and promo code buck to get 10% off your first order. Welcome to today's edition of the Clay Travis and Buck Sexton Show podcast. Unwrapping memories this Christmas with our EIB family, which spans generations and meant so much to Rush. Greetings to you, music lovers, thrill seekers, conversationalists all across the fruited plain. It is great to have you here today. Great to be with you. Rush Limbaugh, the EIB Network and the Limbaugh Institute for Advanced Studies of All Things That Matter. And, folks, I want to tell you at the outset here, to me, this is a very important program. I have uh, very much that I want to say to all of you today, and I'm feeling very pressured. Not pressured. I'm I'm feeling uh, stage fright kind of thing. I so much I want to say, and I want to say it correctly. I want to convey my feelings, and I, I want to do it right. I want to do it to the, to the best of my ability. And I have found in circumstances like this that the best thing to do is not to think about it. Don't, don't make it more pressure-packed than it already is. But it's very important. You all are very important. My family is very important to me. I've had, I've had a year now to reflect on the things that really matter, a year to reflect on the things that are completely relevant and uh, important to me. And all of you are in that large conglomeration of people and things that are very important to me. Uh, I want to go back. uh, Normally, by the way, I I wait until the third hour of the program to, as I've always said that I, I, I usually use the Christmas program such as this one to, um, Uh, engage in my thank yous and my thankfulness for the year rather than at Thanksgiving. And I don't know why, something about Christmas, uh, my childhood memories of it, 
the families getting together and the uh, the children making it what it was. My feelings of thankfulness always surface. My feelings of great gratitude always surface at the Christmas time of year. And it's no different this year. Now, in January of this year, toward the end of the month, I received a diagnosis. You all know, but I, there's something I want to say about it. Um, stage four advanced lung cancer, terminal diagnosis. The objective of everybody involved was to extend life for as long as possible, as enjoyably as possible. Now, many of you have been through this. Lots of you have been through this as individuals, as families. And you know what that means, medical treatment that is designed to attack the disease as greatly as possible while maintaining a quality of life that makes it worth it. Some people can't deal with the side effects of chemo or other forms of treatment. Well, back in late January when I received this diagnosis, and I was shocked I was stunned and I was in denial for about a week. I mean, I'm Rush Limbaugh. I'm, I'm Mr. Big, the vast right-wing conspiracy. I mean, I'm, I'm indestructible. This can't be right. But it was. And what I didn't know at the time that I learned later in the course of the year was that I wasn't expected to be alive today. I wasn't expected to make it to October and then to November and then to December. And yet, here I am. And today, I've got some problems, but I'm feeling pretty good today. God's with me today. God knows how important this program is to me today. And I'm feeling... Natural in terms of energy, normal in terms of energy. And I'm feeling entirely capable of doing it today. I have been blessed. I mentioned to all of you back in the early days, sometime I guess this might have been in February. It was around, it was I think either during or shortly after I had received the Presidential Medal of Freedom at this year's State of the Union address by President Trump in the House chamber. By the way, something I really hoped that President... He had a marvelous speech last night, four-minute speech on the COVID relief debacle coming out of the Congress that should be studied in a master's course in communication. It was clear, it was concise, it was well-paced, it was powerful, it was on-brand, and it was classic. It was the kind of speech only an outsider could have made. And I really hoped that Trump would sit down and start ripping up the bill as Pelosi ripped up his speech. You know, when she began to rip up his speech is when he began the uh, presentation of the medal to me, seated next to his wife, the First Lady Melania, and I 
I turned my back to her, which is proper. She was the one who actually put the medal around my neck. And I thought it would have been great if, if, if Trump would have ripped up that bill, uh, but he didn't. And that's, that's understandable as well. But I remember, I remember saying to all of you at that, at that time that I, I had a, a little bit of understanding of something that had perplexed me for a lot of my life. And that was Lou Gehrig. Lou Gehrig, the Iron Horse, New York Yankees, set the record for consecutive games played until Cal Ripken came along decades later and broke it. And on the day that Ripken, or the, the, the day that Lou Gehrig announced that he had his disease that was forcing him to retire from Major League Baseball, he said to the sold out Yankee Stadium, Today, I feel like the luckiest man on the face of the earth. And I, I didn't understand that. I mean, here's a guy who had just been diagnosed with the, the most terminal of terminal diseases. And I said, this, this can't be real. You can't really think he's the luckiest guy in the world. This is just something that he's saying because it will play well. It'll, and I, I, don't, I don't mean to be insulting Lou Gehrig. Don't misunderstand. I'm just thinking that how in the world, if you're being honest, can you feel like you're the luckiest man on the face of the earth? Well, when I got my diagnosis and when I began to receive all of the outpouring of love and affection from everywhere in my life, from from so many of you in so many ways and and from my family who man they have supported me my entire career even during times it would have been understandable and easy for them to say rush who we don't know this guy but that never happened i mean i've been totally supported by virtually everybody in my family. I've been propped up. I have been defended. I've been made to look better than I am. My uh, my lovely wife, Catherine, has done so much in that regard. She has done so much with RushLimbaugh.com and with the charitable efforts that we have engaged in, and all of it has been to my benefit. All of it has been for the uh, and yours, it's, it's the benefit of people who are the recipients of our efforts. Um, so many people have put me first in all of this. And I understand now what Lou Gehrig meant, because I certainly feel like that. I, f- I feel extremely fortunate and lucky. And because I have uh, outlived the diagnosis, I've been able to receive and hear and process some of the most wonderful, nice things about me that I might not have ever heard had I not gotten sick. Again, think how many people who pass away never hear the eulogies, never hear the, the thank yous. I've been very lucky, folks, and I can't tell you how many how many ways.
This is the Best of Christmas Show. Looking back with Rush and looking forward with Clay and Buck. Clay, Travis, and Buck Sexton. A new form of broadcast excellence inspired by Rush on the EIB Network. Why are people still on the fence about owning gold and silver? I just don't understand. Have we already forgotten about regional bank closures, inflation, global instability, and the potential for serious world conflicts? You can look to precious metals for various reasons. One, having tangible currency on hand as part of your bug-out plan. Two, diversifying your portfolio as a hedge against inflation. And three, historically, gold increases in value over time. You keep yourself informed about global events. You see the increase in conflicts around the globe. Countries are buying and hoarding massive amounts of gold. Why aren't you? It's time to pull the trigger with the Oxford Gold Group and buy gold and silver. Nobody can predict the future, but we can't put our head in the sand either. The people with Oxford Gold Group are real pros. They make owning gold and silver simple and easy to understand. Call Oxford Gold Group right now and you may qualify for up to $10,000 in free precious metals. Call 833-995-GOLD. That's 833-995-GOLD. One more time, 833-995-G-O-L-D. The number one fantasy sports app in America is Prize Picks. It's the easiest and most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. Five million members already active on Prize Picks. If you've not yet downloaded Prize Picks, do it today. Unlike other apps on prize picks, it's just you against the number. It's about the players and not the teams. You look for the sports you know best and that you follow the most. Then you make a single decision on each player projection, more or less. Every time you play, you pick two to six players and make that one decision. You can win up to 100 times your money on prize picks with as little as four picks. More player action on prize picks now than ever, and it's the best way to get action on sports in more than 30 states now. Prize picks also gives you injury insurance, so your picks stay in play even if one of your players gets injured. Download the free prize picks app and open your account. Use my name, Clay, for a first deposit match up to $100. Download the prize picks app. Use promo code CLAY, that's C-L-A-Y, to get set up and get a deposit match up to $100. Pick more, pick less, it's that easy. When you have health insurance, it's easy to think, hey, I'm covered, no worries. Not so fast. Remember, your out-of-pocket costs are not covered by insurance. And that can be a lot of money for your family, but how do you know you're not being overbilled? Well, it's estimated that over 50% of medical bills contain errors. So unless you're a billing expert, how do you know your medical bills are accurate? HealthLock can help. HealthLock is a healthcare technology company that securely connects with your insurance. When your medical claim comes in, HealthLock technology reviews the claims for errors like overbilling, wrong codes, and fraud. HealthLock makes it easy to find and fix hidden errors, so you pay only what you owe. You can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. To date, HealthLock has helped its members save over $130 million. Bottom line, insurance isn't enough. To save, visit HealthLock.com. Do it before you see another healthcare provider. Healthlock.com. Healthlock.com. You're listening to the best of Christmas show, Remembering Rush. When this kind of thing befalls you, it's hard not to become self focused. It's hard to not just think of yourself. And it's it's hard to 
think that everybody's going to drop what they're doing and, and, and deal with, uh, with me, with you. You have to guard against that because this is to the family. This is as disrupting. It's as upsetting as it is to me. And in some cases, even more so. So you can't, I can't, be self-absorbed about it. When that is the tendency, when you are told that you've got a due date, you have an expiration date. A lot of people never get told that, and so they they um, don't face life this way. This is not a complaint. I'm, I'm simply, this is why I said so much I want to say today and so much I want to say well, so much I want to say exactly as I'm, as I'm feeling it. Because my, my point in all of this today is gratitude. My, my point in everything today that I share with you about this is to say thanks and to tell everybody involved how much I love you from the bottom of a sizable and growing and still beating heart. And there's room for for much more. All because I have I've learned what love really is during this. You know, I have a philosophy there's good that happens in everything. It may not reveal itself immediately and even in the most dire circumstances. If you just wait, if you just remain open to things, the good in it will reveal itself. And that has happened to me as well in countless, countless ways. You know, I, I mentioned Catherine. Don't misunderstand. She's done much more than just redesign a website and the and shepherd the RushLimbaugh.com store. She shepherded the charitable efforts, the Betsy Ross stand-up for Betsy Ross. That amount of money we generated for the Tunnel to Towers organization, just incredible stuff. And it was all done for me. Well, and, and, and the beneficiaries of the charity. It was all done for me. All of this was done for me. So many people have done things this year for me and it's I know it's not embarrassing it's, it's just gratifying and it, it, it has helped me to see so much so clearly about the goodness of people and their and their decency and it's confirmed so much of my instinctive beliefs about people. For example, the um, alleged president-elect, Joe Biden, holiday message, our darkest days are ahead of us. Well, for some of us, that's absolutely true. But folks, I have to tell you, if I were president-elect of the country, it's the last thing I would say. And even if I believed it, I doubt that I would put it this way. But I don't, I don't believe this anyway. Darkest days are ahead of us. What a bleak way of looking at, at things. This is during a, a press briefing yesterday. I said the worst is yet to come in the fight against the coronavirus pandemic. Which is weird given that Biden has repeatedly claimed that it's Trump 
who's killing Americans with COVID. And so Trump's going to be gone soon. So why are our darkest days ahead of us when Trump is leaving, if Trump's responsible for all of this? But my point is, yeah, the virus is what it is, but we adapt. I talked about this yesterday. We Americans have adapted to our problems. We've adapted to changing evolutionary things in our lives, in our country, because of our freedom. Our freedom has allowed our adaptability. If disaster is coming our way, we don't just sit there and endure it. We come up with ways to avoid it, to beat it back, to overcome it. But we don't just sit there and accept it. And as such, we don't just resign ourselves to the fact that we're living in the darkest days because we, at least to this point, still have the greatest degree of freedom of any people on Earth. Now, it's under assault and under attack, and we all know this. But I don't believe our darkest days are ahead of us. I never have. Like people have been asking, you, you, you've always told us it'd be time to panic. It's, time. Well, it's never time to panic, folks. It's never, ever going to be time to give up on our country. It'll never be time to give up on the United States. It'll never be time to give up on yourself. Trust me. None of this that I'm saying is any practical result other than the thing I'm most profoundly interested in, and that's being people being properly informed. It's all I've ever cared about here. For 25 years, I've, I've bought into what is now the silly notion that an informed electorate makes the best decisions to preserve the country, but our electorate's not informed. I have not been able to overcome, and nor have any of my colleagues, we have not been able to overcome decades of corruption in the education system, from K all the way up through the academy, universities. This hasn't been enough to overcome that corruption. You know, 15 hours a week of truth-telling and instruction, economic explanation, so forth, just can't do battle. Particularly when uh, the left for 25 years has done its best to destroy or harm my credibility with people that don't listen to program. And as such, we, we now, among the people that vote, are being governed by morons. People that are low information and what they do know is wrong. You're listening to Clay Travis and Buck Sexton on the EIB Network. You're listening to our best of Christmas show. Looking back with Rush and looking forward with Clay and Buck. Next up, a Rush favorite that became a Clay and Buck favorite too. Author and columnist, Selena Zito. Selena, thanks so much for being with us. Oh, are you kidding me? Thanks so much for having me. It's really nice to talk to you guys. So I've known your work, and you know we've known each other for a while, and you, you do this fascinating thing for someone who covers national politics. You actually go into places that aren't D.C. within two-hour drive, New York City within a two-hour drive. You go to other places right. and talk to people. Well, given that that is your area of focus, what are the American people feeling right now? When you're on Main Street, what are people saying about the Biden administration? What are their their concerns? What do they think is going right? What's going wrong? What are you hearing? So um, what I have been hearing, and, and I, think, I think probably what keeps me grounded is that I live in western Pennsylvania, sort of the Paris of Appalachia and, <laughs> and the beginning of the Midwest. 
and and so I, I have a different perspective than someone who lives in the super zip codes in this country. I see people differently because I've shared their we have shared life experiences. Uh, so so I, this will be interesting, I think, maybe to you. But I saw a change in people's point of view about uh, President Biden back in August uh, during. Uh, in, in the sort of days leading up and the weeks after what happened in Afghanistan. Now, it's not, and there's a nuance here, it's not that people did or did not want to, uh, to leave Afghanistan. That wasn't the central core of this breakaway. But it was the negligence in which it was handled that started to peel away voters who had decided to vote for Biden and or just sit it out, uh, which is part of conservative populism. Uh, and, and, and they started to think, look, this is not what we, you know, bought into. Uh, this is not what was promised. And so what you started to see were, and I wrote about this, uh, there were the 13 beers, the 13 glasses of wine, the 13 uh, plates um, set up at, at tables. And then you started to see 13 chairs on the side of the road in front of people's houses. There was this sort of response that was not seen by the, by the national press. But it was very real and very tangible. And it, it then continued with what happened with the Haitian refugees in texas and 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 then by the time sort of this whole bill came across the um the wire and the details details that we somewhat know started to leak out um voters had decided that you know they sent the democrats and biden to dc with with and and they sent a message that we wanted things to return to normal and democrats misread that message and thought oh we can we can do whatever we want they love us no they were just liked republicans less at that moment and and i would argue that the the blue wave that was expected to happen in november 2020 and i've written about this never really happened in fact if you look down ballot at races across the country or even in my home state of pennsylvania republicans and conservative candidates won down ballot in the beginning of a red wave that you started to see continue in mayor's races and special election elections in texas and in virginia in, in new jersey you that was sort of the wake-up call i think for the rest of the of the uh for the rest of the press, but I had been down in um, Virginia for months, and while I saw what the issues were very localized, the, the thing that the press got wrong and the thing that the Democrats got wrong is that they continued to believe that this election was about Donald Trump. Voters are very forward-thinking. Whether they liked him, they loved him, or they loathed him, they had moved on and we're thinking about their community, their children, their grandchildren, and that's what they were voting on. 
Selena, I appreciate you coming on. One of the things that I've been doing is I'm on the road the entire fall doing a college football tour for Fox yes, Sports. Yes, I've been and, following it. It's amazing. Well, well I, I appreciate that. And one of the things that I love about it is all the face-to-face interaction I have with people from a variety of different parts of the South and hearing what they, what they are paying attention to. And what I find, Selena, and I'm curious in your reporting what you find most people aren't following things that go on in Washington, D.C. on a day-to-day basis. They're busy in their own no. lives. They've got kids, grandkids, jobs, responsibilities, everything else. But what they do have is a general sense for whether or not they trust someone to do a good job. And at this right. point in time, it seems to me that the vast majority of the American public has decided for a variety of different reasons that they do not trust Joe Biden to do a good job. Now, We've seen this happen before. 1994, Bill Clinton gets snowed under in the uh, midterms. Same thing happens with Barack Obama in 2010. But those guys were adroit enough politicians to build themselves back to an electable position in 1996 and in 2012. Joe Biden doesn't seem capable of that. If you were trying to assess what you are seeing across the country as well, How does Biden reverse the impressions that exist among voters now of him? Is that, in your mind, possible given his set of political talents? I don't think it's possible. Here's for a number of reasons. And I have to commend you the work that you do because I really follow it. And and it's kind of joyful. And and that's how I find reporting in the Midwest, mid-Atlantic, all across the country. Yes. Uh, it, it's joyful. You, you you get out on the road. I don't fly. I don't take interstates. I only take back roads. And you get out there and you're like, oh, we are in a totally different world than what you see on social media. Yes. Like, completely different world. Uh, people are much more aspirational. Uh, I, I think the die is already cast for uh, President Biden. I don't think there is redemption available. And, and, and the reason why is he's going to be unwilling to ask for it. The problem in our country is in, in, in not just in government, but also in our cultural curators, the people who run the corporations, the National um, Football League, Major League Baseball, um, Entertainment, Hollywood, and the larger news organizations, is that they don't have a connection to the people who sit in their seats or who they serve. Yes. And 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 they are unwilling to change that. A lot of that has to do with, as I said before, they all live in the same sort of super zip codes. They all went to the same schools and they all know only people just like themselves. They don't want to know people that that believe that the life issue is important. They don't know anybody who owns a gun. They don't know anybody who knows how to use a gun or sits in a pew every Sunday. So there's no connection into understanding these people, and there's no there's no um, recognition that they should. So that's why this will continue. That's why Joe Biden has a, has a problem in redeeming himself with voters because he doesn't believe he has a problem, and that is sort of mind blowing to me. As as I just watch people sort of peel off o- away from him, you know, and or um, go towards conservatives because there are people that just said it out last year. We're speaking to Selena Zito, reporter for the Washington Examiner and author of The Great Result Inside the Populist Coalition, Reshaping American Politics. 
Selena, one thing that doesn't get as much attention, it seems, in the news cycle in general uh, as one would think based upon polling that shows concerns of the American people is illegal immigration. Uh, This is not a story that the Biden administration seems very interested in people following closely. I mean, just as I'm talking to you now, CNN has been running a lot of insurrection coverage for the last couple of hours, right? (laughs) Not talking about the hundreds of thousands of people entering the United States illegally month after month of the Biden administration. Do you get a sense from talking to people in places that the media doesn't focus on that immigration, illegal immigration specifically, is the kind of issue that might have a major impact in the midterms? Because the polling usually shows it to be a top three or four issue. Yeah, absolutely. And there's nuance out here. So um, um, out here in western Pennsylvania or Ohio or Michigan or Wisconsin or any of these states that I cover, um, illegal immigration is viewed through the prism of the opioid and fentanyl um, problem, the addiction problem, is one of, you know, people don't talk about this either, is one of the larger problems of why we don't have a workforce uh, in this country. We have a really bad opioid problem out here, and it's only gotten worse during the um, during the pandemic. And, you know, it was something that that uh, Donald Trump was very willing to sort of talk about in a very realistic way in 2016. We saw a drop in, in addictions in 2017 and 2018, and now there has been a surge. So people, not only people in Appalachia, where you think of towns where there's despair and all the jobs have left, but also in the mid, um, um, upper middle class to wealthy neighborhoods, they know their kids are being exposed to it and they don't like it. And so that's how they view um, illegal immigration. So you said, Selena, that you don't think Biden can reverse the trajectory that his administration is on. And I know certainly 2020 and beyond has made fools of anyone trying to predict where we are headed. But in your mind, based on what you see in the upper Midwest, in Pennsylvania and Ohio and Michigan and sort of the the backbone of the Big Ten states is the way that I would describe it. I'm all over the SEC states right now, but there's a certain affinity for football, for being outdoors, for a lifestyle in the Big Ten and SEC states that isn't necessarily reflected in the East and West Coast. Where are we headed in your mind in 2022 and in 24 for the Biden administration going forward? Well, I think it might be interesting to take a look at the at the off year election results just in my state of Pennsylvania alone. The the sort of red wave that began down ballot in my in my state in last November where state house and state senate seats uh that were supposed to be lost uh, and majorities that were supposed to be lost were not only won, uh, were not only held, but more seats were gained. But this state went incredibly more red, if it's at all possible, in this off-year election. And and those sort of granular small races for sheriff, for district attorney, for row offices, for county row offices are incredibly important. And I would point to Erie, Pennsylvania. Erie, Pennsylvania is a post-industrial city who has not gained population in, in since the 70s and went for Donald Trump for the first time a Republican in decades and went back to Biden in 2020, barely, uh, and it went, it voted for a county executive, a Republican county executive, one who ran on, you know, 
drawing businesses into the county as opposed to the Democrat who ran on on transgender issues and cultural issues and had been the school board president. And I think that that sort of shows that this Midwest is still holding on to its conservative roots just because Trump lost the presidency does not mean it has not continued to go red. And you saw it in Michigan and Wisconsin and Ohio as well. Selena, fantastic as always. (laughs) Inspired by Rush on the EIB Network. Why are people still on the fence about owning gold and silver? I just don't understand. Have we already forgotten about regional bank closures, inflation, global instability, and the potential for serious world conflicts? You can look to precious metals for various reasons. One, having tangible currency on hand as part of your bug-out plan. Two, diversifying your portfolio as a hedge against inflation. And three, historically, gold increases in value over time. You keep yourself informed about global events. You see the increase in conflicts around the globe. Countries are buying and hoarding massive amounts of gold. Why aren't you? It's time to pull the trigger with the Oxford Gold Group and buy gold and silver. Nobody can predict the future, but we can't put our head in the sand either. The people with Oxford Gold Group are real pros. They make owning gold and silver simple and easy to understand. Call Oxford Gold Group right now and you may qualify for up to $10,000 in free precious metals. Call 833-995-GOLD. That's 833-995-GOLD. One more time, 833-995-G-O-L-D. When you have health insurance, it's easy to think, hey, I'm covered, no worries. Not so fast. Remember, your out-of-pocket costs are not covered by insurance. And that can be a lot of money for your family, but how do you know you're not being overbilled? Well, it's estimated that over 50% of medical bills contain errors. So unless you're a billing expert, how do you know your medical bills are accurate? HealthLock can help. HealthLock is a healthcare technology company that securely connects with your insurance. When your medical claim comes in, HealthLock technology reviews the claims for errors like overbilling, wrong codes, and fraud. HealthLock makes it easy to find and fix hidden errors, so you pay only what you owe. You can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. To date, HealthLock has helped its members save over $130 million. Bottom line, insurance isn't enough. To save, visit HealthLock.com. Do it before you see another health care provider. HealthLock.com. HealthLock.com. Born from the tragedy of 9-11, the Tunnel to Towers Foundation has supported our nation's heroes and their families ever since. Heroes like Marine Corps Sergeant Adam Mayo. He served our nation for over seven years before he was severely injured during training. He was paralyzed from the chest down, severely limiting his ability to move around his home independently. Tunnel to Towers paid Sergeant Mayo's mortgage, removing a financial burden for him and his family. The foundation gave him a specially adapted smart home designed for his specific needs. Tunnel to Towers helped severely injured service members and first responders, as well as Gold Star families and the families of fallen first responders. It's already come to the aid of so many heroes and their families by providing mortgage-free homes. The foundation is also committed to eradicating veteran homelessness. Join Tunnel to Towers on its mission to do good. 95 cents of every dollar goes directly to their programs. Donate $11 a month to Tunnel to Towers at T2T.org. That's T2T.org. Remembering Rush this Christmas, and in his memory, 
we'd ask you to continue classes at the Institute of Advanced Conservative Studies in the new year and beyond. This is Grace in New York City. Hi, Grace. I'm glad you called, and thank you very much. Hello. Oh, Rush, I love you. I love you. I've been listening since the first week in July on WABC when you were on from nine to tw- um, 10 to 12. Do you remember? Yeah, oh gosh, I'll never forget. 1988, you're going all the way back. And you were the, the first, and I was apolitical until I just turned on the radio and heard your wonderful voice. Well, and I said, oh, my God, somebody that's saying what I think. Well, let me just, I really appreciate that because, you know, I, I, I was by no means the first guy to do a talk show in New York, but I was the first one you noticed, so I'm oh, really... Yeah. But, you know, I was a, a, a mother with kids. I turned on the radio. I heard your wonderful voice, and you, and you see, and you say things nicely. You know, some of the other people at that time were a little abrasive, but you said things nicely and you made so much sense and you were entertaining, and I agreed with you. Aren't you sweet? I appreciate that. There's no family like the EIB family. This call is about four years overdue, but after your monologue this morning, or this afternoon, I actually said a prayer that I would get through. My father was a high school journalism and English teacher, and under his guidance, his students put together an award-winning newspaper and yearbook. Um, In fact, it won national awards for several years in a row. He never missed your show. He so respected you as a journalist because he himself believed in responsible journalism, the who, what, where, when, why, and how of a story. And uh, he would actually tape record your show on Wednesdays because his bridge a game conflicted with your broadcast. He could be seen in the summertime pulling weeds with his little transistor radio next to you, or next to him listening to your show. Um, on behalf of my father, I want to thank you for your dedication and your devotion to responsible journalism and your excellence in broadcasting. Rush, we need people like you, especially in light of everything that's going on. And after the election, the day after the election, I think we were all kind of shocked. But I heard something in your voice that really scared me. I actually heard just a tinge of despair. And it made me realize how much people like you who speak the truth are needed today in the media. And thank you for that. Rush, you don't know what an honor this is. It's, I spent 10 years trying to get on your show at different times and different things that have invoked my interest. Please allow me to thank you for many, many years of guidance, support. My grandfather and I, when I was a kid, he's passed now, but we used to sit on our porch. Before the Cub games would come on, we would flip over to you and we would listen to you. And some of my best memories, some of the things that get me through wow, some of the that, times now in my life are because you know, of you. I, I remember conversations like that with uh, with my grandfather. I'm honored that um, you and your grandfather sat around and listened to me, and I appreciate uh, that. Some, some of our best memories. From the EIB family to yours, Merry Christmas and God bless. This is the Best of Christmas Show with Rush, Clay, and Buck. We'll be back right after this. You're listening to Clay Travis and Buck Sexton on the EIB Network. When you 
have health insurance, it's easy to forget about your out-of-pocket costs. That can be a lot of money, but are your bills even accurate? It's estimated that over 50% of medical bills contain errors. HealthLock can help. HealthLock technology securely connects with your insurance and flags any overbilling, wrong codes, and fraud. You can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. To date, HealthLock has helped its members save over $130 million to save. Visit HealthLock.com today. That's HealthLock.com. Since 9-11, the Tunnel to the Towers Foundation has been committed to supporting our nation's first responders and veterans, heroes who put their lives on the line for our communities and our country, heroes like U.S. Army Major Jonathan Turnbull. He sustained devastating injuries at the hands of an ISIS suicide bomber, the complete loss of his left eye, a puncture to his right eye, and he needed more than 20 surgeries and countless hours of rehabilitation. Tunnel to Towers paid off his mortgage and gave Major Turnbull a specially adapted smart home designed for his needs. He moves around his home more easily now. His home also gives him hope. With help from people like you, the foundation supports families like the Turnbulls. Join Tunnel to Towers in supporting America's heroes our nation's severely injured veterans and first responders, homeless veterans, Gold Star families, and the families of fallen first responders. Donate $11 a month to Tunnel the Towers at T2T.org. That's T2T.org. 95 cents of every dollar goes directly to their programs. Good sleep should come naturally, and with the new Natural Hybrid mattress, it can. A collaboration between Lisa and West Elm, the Natural Hybrid is expertly crafted from natural latex, natural wool, and certified safe foams to elevate your sleep sanctuary and support a greener tomorrow. Plus, every purchase helps fuel Lisa's work with shelters and those in need. Don't put off a good night's sleep any longer. Get a Lisa mattress today for a sound sleep tonight. Visit lisa.com slash iHeart. That's l e e s a dot com slash iHeart.